Jono, Ben and Sharon. It is the edge, Jono, Ben and Sharon. Oh, no, this Tuesday isn't afternoon. The one, stop the show. This isn't the one you like, is it, Ben? Oh, no, this is one that Ben's even allowed to play. He, he, real... doesn't, he doesn't like this music, so I'll start the show again. Oh, sorry. Like eight, oh, my God, we didn't light his a queer candle. We need to light his candle. Here we go. Oh, don't, don't his make music. Me oh, hang on, Sharon. Oh, don't look him in the eye. Here we go. <laughs> You'll see my name. Jono, Ben and Sharon. No, I said I'm oh, out. Oh, there we I'm go. Out. There we I'm go. Down, I'm done, guys. This, this is the one. This is the one. What are you going? No, I'm no, kidding. I'm, no, kidding. I'm just trying to do some radio oh. drama, guys. Oh. Hey, Ophia, he always complains about the slowness of that first <laughs> bit of music. It sounds like we're at a day spa and we're getting massages, which is lovely when you're there, but I want a, a tight, bright and real radio show. And what's coming up on that radio show? <laughs> uh, just after 4 o'clock on the show, $10,000 to give away. Yesterday, we gave away ten grand on the show. We're like that lotto store that has oh, the yeah. you know, sign on the wall saying yeah. we've had that many winners. Well, we've got your chance. We've got the little balls, too, just like the lotto store. <laughs> don't we? You have a little display once? Well, some of you do. We've got, um, we've got your chance to pick the pin at four o'clock today. Now, remember, it's our boss's credit card. There's only six more attempts before he changes the pin, so make sure you go and study all of the ones that have been picked so far on the edge.co.nz. Can I just say, he's quite free and easy with the security of his card. <laughs> <laughs> we've nearly given away $40,000 and he's still yet to catch on to it. <laughs> Next on the show, though, uh, yesterday I spoke about this. I let down my family. I let down the country. Uh, I couldn't get the toy that my uh, daughter wanted at the arcade, and, and you You're guys. An are, well, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if the country's that let down. <laughs> they but are. Definitely your daughter is. Your they daughter. are. Johnny Ben and Sharon on the edge. Spoke about this yesterday. Took my daughter to the arcade place, and uh, oh, cute disappointment from the entire uh, country. It was, and now Jono and uh, producer Hamish should put a recap together. Yeah, just, documenting my disappointment. Well, we want to save your sweet little lips, Ben, your tiny little mouth, having to recap this. <laughs> He's very tired with all that talking. You know, by seven o'clock, those little that little mouths barely lifting, <laughs> barely separating the lips, are barely separating. Over the weekend, Ben took his daughters out to Time Zone for a bit of fun, and things got awkward pretty quick. I really, really, really. That's 5,000 tickets. I don't care, I want that. You know, there's a reason Ben's the cheapskate of the show, and the guys weren't happy about it. For a tight ass like me, that's a lot of money. Yeah, but it's, it's, your, it's your daughter's dream to chip away and win dream. this hatchable. We got some listener friends to prove it was easy to win something really cool. What have you purchased with tickets from the arcade? Uh, I actually got a Xbox 360. Damn! How long did it take you to do <laughs> this? She wins. She wins. Oh, three months. Surely it can't take Ben that long to win the Hatchimal, though. That's a, bloody good, that's, a, that's a bloody good recap there, that's Hamish. Good recap, Hamish. Film producer Hamish, good work. So, uh, Ben, overnight, a lot of correspondence on social media with this one. You tell us about that. You can use your tiny little mouth to tell us about that. <laughs> it's very tired, guys. Hello, my name is Ben, and this is my idea. Well, people got in touch and, uh, you know, with advice on how to um, hack machines, or, uh, you know, the, a lot of people seem to have hacked machines in the past. Hacked the gaming machines? Oh. Yeah, not just arcade machines, but other machines. Yeah, I saw one of these come through on our Twitter page. Uh, if you want to follow us, by the way, give us a follow. We're very desperate. Um, somebody said that if on the basketball machine, if you get someone really tall to just, like, stand and they reach in over the hoop and they just put the ball up and down, it lets the sensor off and it thinks that you're getting heaps in, but you're actually just getting heaps of tickets. That's cool. Yeah, that's that's, so. that's very. Uh, my machine had got nothing to do with arcades. What was it? There's a parking machine at the airport. Oh, here we go. Oh god. <laughs> and my credit card doesn't it doesn't swipe that well. I think it's been next to the work swipe card too long. Yeah. You know how that comes sometimes deletes the data on your credit card and EFOS card. So I put it in. I go to the airport. Park at the airport. You keep the, talking about this. Put, I put the and I, no one's busted me yet. <laughs> Oh, hopefully none of our cop listener friends are listening today. So I put I put the card into the parking machine. It's like can't read card. Prints out the parking ticket that I've just inserted, saying have a nice day. And you're like I will. 
Well, I will, I'll have a freaking fantastic day because I've just got away with more free parking. Sometimes I just go park at the airport. I hope that and you're... then bust into town <laughs> just because I know I'm getting a win on that machine. I hope that your lucky uh, credit card helps you hack out of jail as well, <laughs> scanning it in front of all the old card readers. <laughs> now I've just realised what I've done is could be played as evidence in court now. Uh, let's open up the phone lines. Uh, 0800 The Edge is the phone number. Have you hacked a machine or a machine hacks? Doesn't have to be an arcade machine. Any machine. We'll take them all. John O'Ben and Sharon. On The Edge. Tracy's on the phone. What is it, buddy? Yeah, you don't need a hacker. Just go buy a Hatchimal. They're like $89 at the warehouse and then just tell her you want it. Oh, but that's oh. lying to your sweet, innocent child. Oh, it's, a, it's a good... Well, you're still getting a Hatchimal though, aren't you? Yeah, but they're you not going to care. They're getting the Hatchimal. She's saying hack the machines by going to buy the thing that you need <laughs> for a tenth of the price. Hack the machine completely and shove There's it up your shirt and run out of the shop. There's something quite nice trying about trying to get it. There's something quite nice about getting it from the thing, though. The satisfaction of winning enough to to do it. The journey. Yeah. The journey of getting there, showing yeah. how much you really but love I, her. I see your point. Eighty-eight bucks. Huh? Yeah. That's a lot of money for you, Ben. For, yes. for Ben, $88 is like $5,000. Speaking of machine hacks, someone's texted in saying, uh, you know, the parking barriers. Mm-hmm. You can actually follow very closely behind the motorists in front of you because the barrier arm will never come down oh, on the car. Oh, yes. That's Free good. Parking. That's good. My friend did that going into the car park building. And so we like followed the other car and got in under it and was like, he thought he was, you know, it was great. He got in there, didn't get a ticket. This is great. But when he went to leave, he didn't have a ticket. Oh, yes. So he had to pay the lost ticket fee. Why, why did he sneak into the car park? Oh, I don't know. You mean to sneak out of it? <laughs> I know. <laughs> Who sneaks into a car he park? thought it would be a good thing. You're like, yeah, I'll get in there behind this car. It'd be great. I won't have a ticket. You but know what? I'll sneak into this building that's going to make me pay $22 an hour. <laughs> well, yeah, but, 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 yeah, but like That'll a, show him. A That'll lost ticket fee is like 60 bucks. So wow. he didn't have a ticket. So he had to pay the lost ticket Get out. <laughs> Can't help but think he uh, did that the wrong way around. No. Courtney, what was your machine hack? Um, so at our school, you know how they block a lot of the websites, like the movie website? Yep. Um, basically, all the seniors at our school figured out how to unblock all of the sites. Well, what how do you do, do? do that? Uh, there's an app that reroutes the Wi-Fi through... Um, through the server so it takes all the blocking out of it. And uh, we will definitely not be doing that on the work network. No, we will not be doing that. Sorry, what's that? I'm watching porn. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon on the edge. Sean Mendes, pop star extraordinaire coming to New Zealand in November. <laughs> Tickets still available. <laughs> I love to extraordinaire. <laughs> pop star extraordinaire. <laughs> I'd like to be an extraordinaire at something and this guy is. He's bloody talented and we're super stoked to have him on the phone right now. Sean, I've got to ask you, at the moment, you've got the second biggest song on the edge, which is our radio station. Uh, you were just beaten out by Macklemore and uh, his song with Skylar Grey. Is there anything that you would like to say to your edge listeners right now to get you back in the number one spot? Um, it'd be nice if you listen to the song, but I guess if Macklemore had to take me out, it's okay. I'm okay with him taking me out. No, don't be nice. Don't be nice. <laughs> say something mean. Let's get some rivalry going. Let's get, let's get a great clip for our website. <laughs> Sean Mendes slams Macklemore or something. That can be the clickbait headline. Yeah, they, that's what you want. Yeah. I'll say it for you. You could actually win $10,000 right now if uh, people go to musiclab.net.nz. And if you vote for Sean's song, then he'll be happy as well. Hey, eh, Sean? Oh, so yeah, if you can win money and you can get me to number one, then why wouldn't you? That's just silly. <laughs> Sean, you're coming to New Zealand in November. What do we need to prepare? Do I need to get the spare room ready? Get the you know the fresh sheets on the bed? What do you need? I have no idea what to even expect. So um, I have pretty, like, neutral standards right now. So okay. um, honestly, it could be pretty relaxed and I'll be happy with it. 
Mm-hmm. If there's like a nice New Zealand beer that I've never had, maybe we could have that there when I get there and I'll be good. Okay, nice beer. We've got a few beers. Write that down. Get Sean Mendes beers. Okay. Hey, your tour that you're on right now looks pretty <laughs> yeah. exciting, though. I saw that uh, Ed Sheeran surprised your fans by performing with you the other night. How did that happen? Yeah, he did. He surprised me, too. I mean, it was like a couple days before the show and, and he... Uh, emailed me and next thing I knew he was on stage with me singing Mercy and the, the crowd was basically just on fire. What did he email you? Was he just like, hey Sean, do you mind if I crash your show? I'm keen as to uh, sing your song. Like, <laughs> had you ever met before or? No, no, no. I, I've known, I know, I've known that for a few years now and, um, but I mean something along those lines, I, I, I had, was not expecting that at all and it was just an honor. I mean, you know, it was crazy for me to, I mean, I've been on tour for three years straight now and I've never been able to step on stage with, with someone who could make a crowd, like, change. I don't know. I, something happened when he walked onto the stage. The crowd, like, literally, like, it's like they all started levitating for a second. It was, it was, it was completely unbelievable. It was a really crazy thing to experience. I know what it was. It was a sexy cargo shorts he was wearing, and he definitely <laughs> had things in the pockets. He's a cargo short utilizer of the pocket Well, person. why else have the pockets? Yeah, yeah you need to use. utilize the pockets, Sharon. That's the point <laughs> of the cargo well, why, short. Yeah, why, you, you wouldn't wear those if you, they didn't have the pockets. He's got stuff to hold. Got Sean Mendes with us. He's here uh, in November. Now, now here's a question for you, Sean Mendes. Ed Sheeran's BBIA. What do you think of that song? Because I feel... I love Ed. I love I, we like song. that song. He's, he's, you back he, off, John. He, we love that song. It, he's checked out no, with BBIA. It's a great song. It is song. a great song. Have you heard, have you heard it, A Sean? That a BBIA, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. See, he's not saying no, it's a good he song. he likes it. He loves it. <laughs> I, no, I do love it. I, I, sorry, I, I just I thought it cut out for a second. I didn't know it was on the charts right now. Of course, I would take any of Ed Sheeran's songs. I think they're all incredible. Any, That's good. That's any, good. You guys just want to say something bad, don't you? <laughs> still, trying, for it. still trying to get that clickbait for our website, mate. <laughs> You're well, too nice. I'd probably turn that into clickbait if you wanted to. Oh, thanks, oh, Sean. No, I'm too scared. <laughs> Sean Mendes said we could turn this into clickbait. Have a click. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Sean, it's, it's great talking to you. We're looking forward to you coming to New Zealand. What's the one thing you're looking forward to doing in New Zealand. I'm looking forward to going out and seeing the wilderness a little bit and going out. I just want to go and explore. Yes. I've seen so many beautiful pictures from there. Sean, it was so nice to catch up with you again and we can't wait for you to come to New Zealand this November and uh, we hope you have a good rest of your tour. Thank you guys. Have a good one. Awesome. Take care. Thanks, you too. Bye, Thanks, Sean. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Time to do the carpool quiz. The carpool quiz. The carpool quiz. The couple quiz, the couple quiz, the couple quiz. Pretty simple game. Endless prizes up for grabs. Uh, we ask a trivia question. If the first person in their car gets it correct, they then decide if they want to go to the next caller to win two prizes for both of them. So on and so forth. Please welcome contestant number one this week, Krista. Come on down to Couple Quiz Town. Hello. Hi, Krista. Welcome to The The Couple Couple Quiz. Quiz. Sing along, Krista. The The Couple Quiz. If you know the words, The The Couple Couple Quiz. Quiz. The Couple Quiz. The Couple Quiz. Now, Krista, the prize you (laughs) will be playing... That was bloody lacklustre, Krista. (laughs) (laughs) The prize you're going to be playing for, first up, Krista, is our Edge must-have this week. It's a CoverGirl set, including the new So Lashy Mascara, so you can get bold, dark, voluminous lashes that you've always dreamed of. Are you ready for your question, Krista? I'm ready as I'll ever be. Alrighty, here you go. Here is question number one. Home and Away is set in which fictional bay? Ooh. Summer Bay. Hey! Oh! Congratulations.
congratulations, Krista. That is the correct answer. Would you like to take your CoverGirl prize pack or would you like to go to the next caller and uh, see if you can double your luck if they get their question right? Um, it's a big I'll prize. Give you oh, remember, if I get okay. it wrong, she's lashing out. Oh, I see what you did there. Thank That's you. Good. I was just <laughs> waiting to insert the pun, and I think I put it in at the exact wrong moment. It made no sense. <laughs> Luana, welcome to the show. Are you ready to play? The, the couple, couple quiz. quiz. Sing along, Luana and Krista. The couple quiz. Here we go. The, the couple, couple quiz. quiz. The, the couple, couple quiz. quiz. The couple quiz. Jeez, I love it how we're all in sync there, yeah, too. Yeah, really <laughs> okay, Luana, here's your question. Two prizes each for yourself and Krista. No pressure. I'll try. No pressure. <sighs> Name three artists who are going to be appearing at KFC Edgefest oh, in November. Oh, that's a good one. Jason Derulo. Correct. Fifth Harmony. Yes. Correct. And Mitch James. Oh, yeah. Hey! Well done. Two prizes each. Okay, Luana. Now, Krista and Luana, you can confer and decide whether you wanted to go to a third caller. Well, remember, if, so- if someone gets well, this person gets it wrong, you'll get no prizes. Oh, mum's spoken. I know. Oh. Hey, way, way to poop the party, oh, bro. Mate, I'm just being realistic, guys. They're good prizes. You wouldn't want to risk losing them. Have a chat to each other. What do you reckon? Uh, I don't know. What do you reckon? Oh, this is a bad chat. <laughs> oh, no one has a classic New Zealand, eh? No one's got an opinion. Oh, yeah, no. Nah. I don't want to cause any yeah, offence, nah, mate. We'll I'll just sit in the corner should here. We, should we take we'll it? Gamble. You want to take it? Oh, you want to take a gamble? <laughs> oh, you want to gamble? Okay. I'm just going to say the next caller is someone that has played before and he did lose all the prizes for the person. So you, oh, you, God. You, so it's up to you if you want to gamble or not. Oh, God. you got oh. three seconds. Three, two. Oh. Take it. Did you take, take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Take it. Just please stop. Just end this conversation now. But thank you both for playing. <laughs> the the couple, couple Quiz. quiz. Krista and Luana. The, the Couple Quiz. quiz. Let's sing along. The Couple Quiz. The Couple Quiz. The Couple Quiz. On the edge. On the weekend, I went out for lunch uh, with a girl that I had just met who works in radio in Australia. So, like, radio geeks just hanging out, having a lunch. And um, she was talking about her boyfriend. And she was telling me uh, about how they initially met and how they had met at the ARIA Awards. And he walked in and her it was like time stopped. And she was like, who is this man? And then she ended up switching seats so she could sit next to him. And then they kissed and they've been in love. And he, they literally said... I love you by accident. And then he said, I loved you from the moment I saw you. It was like a romantic oh, comedy. It makes you the sick. Most it's like a Ryan Gosling movie. Beautiful, beautiful love story I've ever it's met. Not reality. Ever heard. It's not reality. Well, it's not, clearly, it's a reality. Not reality. Someone. No, it did happen. It's a real story. And not I was, New Zealand reality, mate. I thought to myself, I was like, surely they can't be that cute. Then he came down and seriously, they were the cutest couple I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. But then I thought to myself, those love stories just do not happen in New Zealand. No, all the love story we need in New Zealand is a 3am kebab and a bit of vomit. (laughs) It's a lifelong match in heaven. Well, because that was the thing, is that uh, she then said, oh, how'd you meet your husband? And I said, well, let me tell you, it was a Kiwi romance, that's for sure. (laughs) Talk us through your Kiwi romance, Sharon. We were both standing out, abandoned, on the smoker's deck, having a durry. And then we had some Jägermeister shots. Nothing more romantic than lung cancer. <laughs> One thing led to another, and then we were furiously pashing up a storm in a Peter Pitt doorway. Oh. And the rest, as they say, is romantic history. That's beautiful. Quite a healthy option, Peter Pitt, that time of morning yeah, as well. It's, it's well, right. they, weren't, like they weren't open. 
Oh. They, they weren't open. They were shut, <laughs> and we just we really abused their doorway. Right. But that's the Peter thing. Peter shut his pit for the day. <laughs> then Sharon's I was, just. <laughs> <laughs> I was sitting next to Steph, who does our night show, and she was like, "I'm not even going to tell you how uh, how me and my boyfriend met because our stories were not glamorous. They were all the same sort of stories as mine. Whereas a typical Kiwi romance started in the least classy way. Like, oh, that's the problem of New Zealanders. We can't socialise or be romantic if we're not wasted. Yeah. That's it. We all met wasted, didn't we? <laughs> it's like, what am I... Well, we were all probably hooked up, probably wasted. Maybe we didn't meet wasted. Oh, I mean, it's not something to be proud of. One of my old co-hosts uh, was hosting a singled out and he ended up marrying one of the listeners there. Like, just fell in love with her and they ended up getting married. At a singled out at the Outback in Hamilton. That's not very romantic. No, I've been to the Outback. That's it's a put, romantic they, place. They've, they've put sawdust yeah. on the floor. <laughs> I drank a drink with the guy's eyeball in it. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was even seeing, True a gig, story. even seeing a gig at the Outback and I tried to walk up on stage to do a bit of prize giveaways. There was a uh, lady sitting on the stage uh, with a guy sort of in between her legs and I was like, oh, can I just get up there and uh, just do uh, some MCing? He's like, yeah, hang on, won't be long. Well, they, and they just I, met. I, I that was how their Kiwi romance started. I had to politely wait. What? <laughs> <laughs> to wow. It's Kiwi wow. too. Just wait, just politely polite. They're probably married now with three kids. Yeah. And I hope they're having a great That's time. That's a Kiwi romance. That's a Kiwi romance. Well, let's hear about your Kiwi romance this afternoon. Give us a call now on 0800 Veg, and I'd love to hear both of you and Ben's. John and Ben, I'd love to hear your Kiwi romances well, we, next. We hooked up. Yeah, we were quite wasted. We hooked up. It'll be John o. Yeah. It was outside of Peter Pitt. Not you two. <laughs> John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Not a romantic country as such, no. are we? It's not like when you think of you know, Italy and France. and. Mm. It's like um, my parents, they got engaged after 10 weeks of being together. And that wasn't like this big romantic proposal. He just said to my mum, I'll give you a ring later, meaning on the phone. And my mum says, make it diamonds. And then he was like, okay. And they got engaged. That's a Kiwi romance. Beautiful. <laughs> so was, he was too polite to say, I was actually just meaning I'll call phone. you back. Well, they've been married for almost 40 years, so I guess it works. Like, but Kiwi romance. Look, I couldn't have to say, I just wanted to call you back later. Usually, usually, usually guys just propose to their girls in New Zealand like, here's about it. <laughs> Here's about it. About you did it on a piece of toast. I did. I put, a, I put an engagement <laughs> ring on a piece of Marmite toast. That's, yeah, that's, a, key, that's, a, that's a Kiwi romance. Vegemite, <laughs> <through. laughs> not. Um, wouldn't have that in the country, but we we ate, Marmite's all right. We ate Kiwi for dinner that night as well. <laughs> Couldn't get any more patriotic if you tried. Gross. Um, Barry is on 0800 The Edge. Barry, I know this is going to be a cracker, mate. What was your Kiwi romance? Yeah, so I met my missus uh, driving trucks and delivering products. So I, uh, yeah, met her in the chiller and all started from there. Driving trucks. Doesn't get more Kiwi romance than that, does it? Beautiful. <laughs> so, someone's texting saying, um, got my missus pregnant. <laughs> There's nothing more romantic than that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Just that. She's held, the Kiwi romance. Held my hair back while I vomited. Got my missus pregnant. That is romantic, That's isn't it? Up there. Uh, somebody actually just texted that in. They said to 3343, my now husband and I met through the rowing club. We both ended up spewing outside a rowing party and we've been together ever since. Row, row, row your boat. Jenny down that stream of love. That's yeah. amazing. That's a great Kiwi romance. And Kelsey, well, Kelso, what is your Kiwi romance? Uh, um, when uh, the night I hooked up with my missus, one of my um, <laughs> can I say I'm loving this already? Yeah, yeah. I'm loving this already, Kelso. Well, one of my mates wanted to wanted to hook up with her, and so I went and asked her if she wanted to hook up with him. She reckoned, nah, growing up taking her home, uh, been out with her for ten years. Oh, wow, that's lovely. bit this of is... lunch cutting, and she's all yours. 
<laughs> well, you got it. What a king of cock, man. <laughs> you got it. How did you meet him? How did you meet your baby mama, Ben? <laughs> work photocopier. Romantic. The work work photocopier. Yeah. We hooked up at a park bench after getting wasted at a work party. Wow, that is so awesome. Was it photocopier? That's the most unbeatable. Oh, you met her in the photocopier. Well, yeah, that was how we met. Well, what was your pickup line? I don't actually know. Can I get a copy of your number? Pickup line's probably, do you know how to replace the A4 printer paper? It's a bloody nightmare. I never know how to work this trade. It's out of toner. Damn. That's a good one. I'll give you some toner. That was a sperm joke. Oh, I see How was it one of those? <laughs> and I did not get that at all. The, the toner is the sperm. But it still makes no sense. <laughs> I'm sorry, okay. I, I, you I, tried some in your office in your window. I, I tried it, it didn't work, okay? I've learnt my lesson. And by the stapler, I mean <laughs> boobies. Johnny, Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Last night uh, was the second to last Game of Thrones in the series. A lot of people watch that show. Did anyone fan? hook up with their brother or sister? Well, on chances the, are. Spoiler alert, it's on the cards again. Oh, great. <laughs> Is it? There's a, there's a new sort of family connection thing going oh, on, you know? Oh, so, No one's What's hotter than on your family, though, eh? <laughs> 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 Who do you find attractive in your family? Being an only child, I'd like to hear this answer. <laughs> <laughs> Is it Annie or John? Which one are we going with, your mum parents? or dad? Mum or dad. Myself's not an answer, is it? <laughs> no, it's not an option. You can't choose yourself. <laughs> anyway, anyway, when Game of Thrones is on, we like to play Game of Thrones. Yes, Game of Thrones is on the telly right now. So oh, Ben. You see what we've done here? We've you made, are so clever. We've made a segment called Game of Phones where we're going to play a game on the phone because everyone's talking about Game of Thrones and we're like, well, how can we shoehorn that into the show? How can we <laughs> tediously connect that to a segment that we could do on the radio? So what we're going to do for Game of Phones today is we're going to ring somewhere, but the three of us are going to try and maintain a conversation as if we're the same person. Mm. So one of us will start, and then throughout we will switch between each person to see how long we can last before the person on the phone can pick that we've been switching places. We all need to settle on our on our joint voice because... What's a voice we can all do? What's a voice we can all do? What's a voice we can all do? What's a voice... It's quite a silly voice, though, isn't it? What about... Um, can you guys do an <laughs> Irish accent? No, no, no. I'm not good at accents. Okay. <laughs> well, okay, here's an idea. Why don't you go to New Zealand? Oh, just New Zealand? Okay, that's a great okay. one. Zealand. That's okay, a great idea. That's quite good. Okay. Okay, okay well, I've decided today that we're going to ring um, my hometown of Timaru. Well, just, okay, that sounds good. The Flash good. The Flash Rodney Wayne down Stafford Street. We're going to give that a go. All right, let's see. The Flash Rodney Wayne. Where's the uh, <laughs> Where's the Battle of Rodney Wayne in Timaru? Well, it's, just, it's, it's, it's the Flash hairdresser on Stafford Street. Game of phones. Welcome to Spith and Co. Speaking with Czech. Hey, I was just wondering if you could tell me how much it is to get our blow weight. Uh, 45. Is that uh, with uh, wet hair? Uh, yes, it is. How long does it take? Oh, uh, how much hair have you got? Is it quite a lot? It's quite a lot of hair. Probably um, 45 minutes. 45 minutes? Okay, is there a long waiting time? Uh, at the moment, no. Um, are you needing it done now? Um, probably in like 20 minutes. Could you do 45 minutes? Aww. Could you squeeze me in for a quick cut and colour? In 45 minutes? Yes, please, in 45 minutes. And what was your name? Michelle Templeton. Wonderful. I'll pop you in uh, 3.45 this afternoon. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Thanks. We did it! We did it, guys! We did it! We just booked a, a... What do we book? A, a cut and colour, a blow wave. I'm oh, sorry, I crumbled with asking for hair to be wet or dry. Does <laughs> my hair need to be wet or dry? Oh, jeez. I think... Should we call, call them back? Call, call them back. And call see them back. if they notice, all right? Okay. 
We always like a bit of live feedback. I'd love feedback. I thought we should do this more often on the radio where we do something and then phone someone back and yeah, see how see they, if they got it. it. I see, thought it was a poor effort, mate. I thought it was funny. Maybe they've been polite. Maybe. Welcome to Smith and Gay speaking to Hi, is the, is the guy there, please? Yep, just a seat. Sorry, cheers. <laughs> Hello, Jack speaking. Jack, it's John Ben and Sharon from The Edge here. Oh, hi. We may or may not have just phoned you moments ago. I believe you have, yes. Did you notice anything strange? First question. There seemed that there were three or four different voices. Oh! Trying to fool someone Damn into thinking it. we're the same voice. We were so excited about this. We thought that we'd actually tricked someone into all doing the exact same voice, but you knew the entire time we were switching voices. I think so, yeah, because you guys call us maybe. This is the second time in about a month. Oh, yeah, it's because my cousin works here, and I'm, to be honest, I'm just trying to prank her, but she never answers the phone. Oh, you need to step up your game. <laughs> step Damn up your game, step oh, up your game, mate. I, reckon... I regret the live feedback option yeah. that we, we took on this well, call. Hey, <laughs> you're the, I know, it was my idea. Okay, Jack, thank you. <laughs> hey, hold the line, because we're going to hook you up with a prize for being such a good sport. Oh, sweet, thanks very much. No okay, worries. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. This is the People's Court. The people are real. The cases are real. The judges are not real. It is the People's Court time, and today we're bringing an issue closer to home. Oh, yeah. The people are real, and the awkward is super real, because in studio right now we have Megan, who does our workday show, and Guy, who does the night show with Steph and Stuntman Sam. And in real life, these two are burning. Yes. (laughs) Yep. And they live together a good once a month. How long have you been in a relationship for? Uh, Three and a half years So you've been together for three and a half years. You're living together. You own a cat together. But there is something that is uh, pulling you apart. Megan? Well, it's the month a month schedule. <laughs> I didn't realise it was a problem. Apparently, we air it out on the radio. <laughs> okay, can I paint a little picture for you guys, please? Yes. Paint away. Okay, our bedroom, white walls. There's a little salt Himalayan lamp there. Cute. You've got a li- nice warm lighting. You've got little plants. You've got a white duvet. You've got cool art on the walls. And then... I imagine you would have quite an arty house, it is. It is quite... It's arty. quite nice. Quite. I mean, it's she's slight got a framed, hipster. She's got a framed Facebook message from Hilary Barry that yes. she sent to Meg. Classic. That's, a that's Facebook it. message. So yeah. she was like a nice message saying, I yeah. listened to your show, and like Meg cried, and then she framed it. So that's the art. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so that's the so, 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 It sounds <laughs> like the type of house that you'd see celebrities in on a Sunday magazine wandering uh, and be a feat. I'd like to think so. Yeah. But there's one problem, Jono, is that when I'm lying in bed, my line of sight goes directly to a little shelf that guy has on his side of the room, and that little shelf holds about eight beanie babies. Yeah, beanie babies? Like yeah, the little, the little <laughs> toys full of beans? Yeah. Yes. From my childhood. How old are you? I am 25. Do you not find that weird that you're no. 25 years old and you have a collection of beanie babies in your room? No. Because we're saving for a house, and those Beanie Babies are he our deposit. He thinks they're yeah. going to they're make us money. Like the Beanie Babies are saving. Nutty the Squirrel? Oh, my God. Nutty the, the Squirrel? Oh. Is he not worth $400 right now? Oh, so he, oh they're quite <laughs> so valuable. They're collectors' items, because they're valuable. back now. They're back in fashion, right? Yeah, well, like the, babies. The, the, the Beanie Babies that, you know, are around now, those ones are just like, they're crappy bears. But oh, these are the ones where they're animals, so I've got, like, Claude the Crab, Crunch the Shark. And then obviously we talked about. I don't know squirrel. what any of these things are. Well, but why can't you just put them in a box? Why do you have to put them on display? They might get moths. 
I mean, I don't have those little silker pack things. And also, why not have them out on display? It's part of my childhood. Do you think these Beanie Babies looking at your bed is the reason for the once a month <laughs> sort of stuff that's putting you guys on? <laughs> beanie Babies are staring down at you. Judging. We, we, we turn them around. They don't okay. I never put them through that. <laughs> well, okay. So, Megan, you want to... You don't to need to see those Beanie Babies. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, you want, to get, uh, you want Guy to get rid of the Beanie Babies. Guy, you don't want to get rid of them. Let's throw it out to the People's Court jury this afternoon. Oh, 800 the Text to 3343. Dylan, welcome to the show. You're jury member number one this afternoon. What do you think? Should Guy have to get rid of his beanie babies? Nah, keep them. Nah, I, I, my wife, when we got married, she was trying to throw some of my childhood stuff away. I said, you don't touch it. That's mine. If you touch it, I throw all your stuff out the window. And did she get rid of it? Nah, she never touched it because she knew I was serious because I was starting to throw her stuff out the window. Wowzers. Well, you mean business. I, don't, I wouldn't want to throw anything of Dylan's yeah. out. I, I think Guy's too st- sensitive to be able to follow through with something like that, but it could work. Siobhan, what do you think? Jeremy member number two this afternoon. Um, I reckon he should keep them. Really? This is shocking to me. Okay, why, why is it you... shocking? Why is it shocking? I, th- shocking? I th- honestly thought everybody would have thought that it was weird that like Look. a mid twenties dude having his little soft toys at the end of the bed would. Hey, I... you had soft toys. Yeah, you had soft toys until last year. Not last year. Aww. It was one toy. Not yeah, a and you still was a soft. <laughs> yeah. Shut up, Jono. <laughs> what do you think, Siobhan? So you think he he should be able to keep them, and Megan needs to just get over it. Well, if it, how many is there? There's, six. There's six. Well, I reckon he should pick his favourite one and keep that one at the end of the bed and put the others on his shelf in another room in the house. There we go. Thank you, Siobhan. That's a very, Siobhan's very going to be point. working for the UN when she grows up. <laughs> Hi, Brooklyn. What do you think? I think that they uh, need to be taken away and locked in a cage because on one of the Agent Cody Banks movies, they're actually believed to be possessed. <gasps> oh, really? Oh. Megan's very spiritual too, so she will not like hearing about that. So that's a, that's a vote for getting rid of them. Rebecca, what do you think? I think that Benny Baby should stay. This is uh, this honestly, is a shock. I'm so surprised. And bearing in mind too that I'm gathering 90% of the house is decorated with Megan's materials. That's just a fact of life, isn't it? When a, when a guy oh. and a girl move in together, that you know the majority of the house is decorated with the females. Oh, mate, you're on your, you're on your well, own I'm here, Tom. I have to I have to disagree with you there. I my the house that I live in with my husband is 90% decorated with his toys from his childhood. I'm going to hang up on you now because you're disagreeing with me. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Jono, but you're not always right. Oh, oh, but I bit. do have control of the phones. <laughs> like a, like a talkback host. <laughs> Thank you so much for your call, Rebecca. Well, looking at the jury uh, decision this afternoon on the text and on the phones, they're ruling in favour of Guy gets to keep the Beanie Babies. Where have they both gone? They've both left the uh, the office. I think they're arguing outside. John O'Ben and Sharon. On the edge. Now, celebrities in America today well, have been absolute punishers on Instagram, on Snapchat, on Twitter, on Facebook. They are talking about the solar eclipse, which could be seen uh, only in America today. Do you and know that song, Solar Eclipse of the Heart? Total Eclipse of the Heart. A total Eclipse of the Heart, sorry. Um, <laughs> <laughs> an old song. Hold on, here comes his parody joke. Here comes the parody joke. Well, I say, do you know that song? But clearly I don't. Uh, no, in all seriousness, it got to number one. Today. It did. Well, it's a fantastic song. Because of the solar eclipse. Total eclipse of the heart. It's on number one on iTunes. It's on number one everywhere because so, of the uh, eclipse. Thanks, yeah. you, thanks for your contribution, Ben. I thought I'd chip in for a scandal. Yeah, and well, I can't... Well, have to be bad jokes. I can't wait. And I need you now Hell of a jam.
fun fact, uh, me, my friends Catherine and Alison did a uh, jazz dance to that in, uh, in year six at school and uh, nailed it. But in hindsight, risque costumes, we wore our one-piece swimming togs and silk boxes and danced in front of the whole school. Yeah, yeah that is bloody risque. <laughs> but man, we nailed that dance. Pervert's bloody nightmare, that is. <laughs> That was another fine John O'Ben and Sharon podcast. If you need more of them in your life, try the John O'Ben and Sharon 24-7 channel on the Rover app and listen live on the edge three till seven weekdays.